You're listening to another great podcast in the MyMac Podcasting Network. Hi, everyone. This is episode 362 of Geekiest Show Ever, and I'm Elisa Paselli. My co-host, Melissa Davis, is still working on packing up her house for their move, and I know she misses all of you. Hopefully, she'll be back in mid-September to start recording again once things get settled. In the meantime, though, I am joined by a special guest, Mike Potter. Mike is the founder of the MacStock Expo and Conference, which will take place for the sixth year this September, but with a bit of a twist. And Mike is here to explain how that will work and also give us a bit of a sneak preview of MacStock 2022. Mike, how's it going? It is going great. I'm so glad to be here. I I will admit I do miss Melissa. I it would be awesome if she were on the show yeah, too. I agree with you. She's but, uh, she's been swamped between the selling the house, buying a house, her husband and kids going back to school the, uh, this week or last week. It's just school central. <laughs> hectic all around. Hectic all around. I think that that's the definition of 2020 and 2021 yeah. so far. It, Hectic all around. Yeah, that is true. So, Mike, for people who are unfamiliar with you or, or MacStock, do you want to give us a little bit of a history? Oh, my gosh. Well, <laughs> I certainly could give you a little bit of a history. How much time do we have? We have as much time as you need. <laughs> um, so, yes, uh, th you're right. Uh, this September, I'll go into the history in just a moment, but you're right. This September, we're doing something a little different. Uh, I'm not calling it MacStock. Um, it is a, a version of MacStock, I guess, but I'm calling it virtual MacStock. It's the second year that we've done this, and it's because we can't gather together for MacStock itself that we're doing this. And you know, last year was a lot of fun. It was, it was great fun. It was a one day event. We had a lot of, uh, Mac stocks, um, uh, presenters join me for the day it, with pre-recorded talks and then came on for live Q and a, and we just had a blast. And so I thought, why not do it again? And, uh, as you hinted at, there's a little bit of a twist for this year, but first the history, mm -hmm. yes, the history of Mac stock. Uh, the actual history of MaxTech goes back further than the history that most folks are familiar with. But I'll start in 2015 because that was the first MaxTech. And it was really the event that set everything in motion. It, it kind of came together last minute. Um, it was one of those things where that was the year that uh, Macworld Expo decided that uh, they weren't going to host their event that year. And my friend Barry, Barry Folk said, oh my gosh, I'm going to miss all my friends by not being able to see them at, at Macworld. Uh, I need to do something. I need to, to see my friends. So he decided he was going to throw a barbecue in his backyard and invite as many of his friends as he could to his backyard here in Northern Illinois. And when he told me about it, I said, oh, my gosh, Barry, that is awesome. By the way, do you remember, I said to him, two years ago when we sat down at a Starbucks, and if you know Barry, you know that it's a Starbucks that we sat down at, <laughs> um, when we sat down at a Starbucks and we talked about this idea of hosting a community event, 
to gather together friends from the Apple community and get them all in one place and maybe have some speakers, uh, you know, uh, maybe have some special activities, but just to get people together and have have a good time. And he said, kind of. (laughs) (laughs) And I said, I tell you what, I tell you what, how about if you do the barbecue and I'll do this thing that I'm calling MacStock and let's let's just see what happens with it. And this was, I have to say, this was only about six or eight weeks before his barbecue was to be held. But we threw it together really quickly, and we held the first Mac stock that June of 2015. And darn if we didn't have a good time. We had, you know, for our last-minute event, we had uh, quite a few presenters, actually. But we had, uh, I believe it was over 90 people who came to MacStock, not only from around the country, but from other countries, which just blew my mind, you know, <laughs> that they would travel to the United States for a one-day event. Um, well, actually, I guess it was two events, MacStock and the barbecue. But they, they traveled to the, the United States for this one-day uh, pair of events uh, just, to, just to see their friends. And the the... The way I knew that it took off was at the end of the event, the number of folks who came up to me and said, so when is next year's? And we had just gotten through this this year's, just realized that people had a blast at it. And I said, I don't know. (laughs) But I, I set the wheels in motion and it's just it's just taken off from there. So we've had uh, five Mac stocks in total. Uh, 2015 through 2019, um, and then we were derailed a little bit in 2020. But uh, I'm looking forward to hosting the next in-person Mac stock in 2022. I've already got lots of plans in place for it, uh, some of which I I can't even reveal to you yet. Oh come on! But come on, they are there. I hope to announce them at Virtual Mac stock September 25th. Okay. So anyone who's listening, if they want to hear what the plans are for Mac stock 2022. We've got some exciting things coming everyone's way, but I can't tell you until September 25th. No, it's not too at far the from earliest. Now. Not too far from it's now. It's not too. It's a it's a month. Yeah. It's a month, right? There's something about the Mac community where everybody is just so supportive of each other and really enjoys each other's company, but they also want to learn. There's not um oh how do I put it? There's not like okay, I've already learned this much, so I'm done. There's always something else to learn, and you've always got people who are willing to teach it. That's right. That's right. And I'll tell you, of course, MaxDoc couldn't couldn't happen without the amazing speakers that we have every year. And we're going to have the biggest lineup ever in 2022. It couldn't happen without them, but it really couldn't happen without the community. It really couldn't happen without the people who attend it every year and make it the special event that it is. Yeah. So tell us a little bit about what's going to be going on for the virtual Mac stock this year. So last year, as I said, what we did for virtual Mac stock, and again, it was one of those things where I kind of threw it together at the last minute because I just really wasn't sure how we could, you know, keep that community spirit alive. Uh, So uh, last year, what we did, it was um, a live stream to YouTube and we got a um a really neat community gathering space 
uh, for folks to kind of hang out and chat with each other and things like that. And then, of course, we had the chat room on YouTube. And um, for the speakers, we had them all brought in um, as well so that they call, could all appear live. And uh, we just kind of switched between everything as the day went on, allowed people to chat, to kind of do, you know, to hang out and, and do what they wanted to do or to sit there and listen to the, the presenters talks and to interact with them in our Q&A sessions. And that was all great. And that's that's really what we're going to do again this year. That's kind of the core of of what's going on with MaxDoc this year. But uh, earlier this summer, when things were starting to look better uh, COVID-wise, I had the idea that maybe what we could do is open it up to to a very small audience of people who might want to attend virtual MaxDoc live. I know that sounds weird to say, to attend a virtual event live, but that's really what I came up with was this thing called the VIP pass with a very limited capacity and, you know, COVID protocols in effect so that we could have a small gathering and allow some of the presenters to to give their talks live if they wanted to and to um, allow some other special guests to attend who maybe would have attended only virtually otherwise. Uh, and uh, that's what I did. So I rented out for September 25th, I rented out a, a wonderful space in Woodstock, uh, Illinois, Woodstock, Illinois, called the Stage Left Cafe. It's part of the Woodstock Opera House complex, uh, but it's a, a beautiful little venue where uh, we can host up to 60 people. Now, our capacity limit for MaxDoc is, um, I think they can actually host more than 60, but our capacity limit for MaxDoc is 40. Mm -hmm. I'm capping the, the, the number of paid attendees at 40. Um, but uh, it, yeah, it's just a great place. They've got a little stage area and uh, uh, all the equipment that we need to uh, set up and stream live throughout the day. And most importantly, if anyone tuned into virtual MaxDoc last year, they know that I was using a combination of three different internet, internet connections for stability throughout the day. Um, they have fiber, fiber internet oh, at great. the cafe. Great. That'll be great. So to my knowledge, knock on fake wood here, I won't have to worry about internet stability throughout the day. Right. We should have plenty of bandwidth to not only host and live stream the day, but to to do whatever else we come up with for the day as well. So tell us a little bit about the VIP pass. What, how much does it cost? What does it include? Are they still available? They are still available. We, we have three different passes for virtual max stock. So I'll start with the free one. Okay. If anyone, anyone in the world can sign up for this. And this is really, I, I believe where most folks are going to, to um, register for virtual max stock this year. Uh, the free pass includes access to all the live sessions during virtual MaxDoc. It allows people to network with others in uh, a MaxDoc, virtual MaxDoc's uh, lounge. And then it will also give you access to the chat rooms throughout the day as well. Uh, and so that's so people can interact live with their friends or with the speakers as the day progresses. Um, now, we also have, and this was offered last year as well, Two folks who had purchased a ticket to MaxDoc 2020, um, a digital pass. 
And the digital pass is uh, not only everything that the free pass offers, but it, it basically gives you the ability to time shift the day. It gives you access to all the recorded sessions from virtual Max Doc shortly after the day ends. It's going to take me a day or two to get everything kind of compiled and, and available. Um, but that will allow people to watch on their own schedule whenever they want to and to also, uh, you know, lend a little support to Max Doc if they'd like to. Um, and then there's the VIP pass. So this was this was my little um, uh, brainstorm idea that I came up with uh, back in, I think it was June. Uh, and so this is everything that all the other passes offer, but it's also limited in-person seating for the day. Uh, everyone gets an exclusive limited edition t-shirt. Um, of course, there's going to be the in-person component of it where you can meet and greet your friends or any of the special guests who are, th are there or the speakers who are there um, and uh, also have lunch. You know, I'm going to provide lunch for everyone who attends as well. Uh, and then on top of that, because it's a little bit different being there in person, you're going to be doing more in-person networking. Maybe you won't catch every talk. Um, maybe you'll step out for a moment because you just want to take a walk around the block and, you know, get out, you know, get out of your seat for a little bit. Um, everyone who gets a VIP pass is also going to get a digital pass as well. So they can time shift it and they can watch the talks later if they want to. Um, so yeah, that's the VIP pass. So we have the free pass, we have the digital pass, which is $49. And then the VIP pass is $99 for the day. Mm -hmm. Now, the digital pass is great for those people, not just to time shift, but the people for whom when Mac stock take place, it's the middle of the night for them. <laughs> yes, that's a very good point. And uh, it, yet we did have a lot of folks from around the world who were saying they woke up at three in the morning to attend virtual Mac stock last year. And oh, my gosh, I feel for them because I've done the same thing. I've attended conferences that were taking place in Europe, but I attended them virtually so you know we're time shifting eight hours or seven hours or six hours depending on where in europe right. it was so i absolutely feel for them but when you're in a situation where you're a 15 hour difference oh my gosh you know having to get up at such a crazy hour in the morning you're right getting that digital pass is absolutely one of the better ways to attend virtual max doc if you don't want to have access to that in-person component of it, you know, in the chat room yeah. or in the, the lounge or what have you. I say you lose but, out on the chat rooms, but at least you have access to all the, the uh, present, pre presentations. All the presentations. Absolutely. And you can do yep. it on your own pace. Because I remember I bought, oh, when you had them in, when it was still in person, I couldn't mm -hmm. make it out there. I bought the digital passes. And that way I was watching presentations over the course of a couple of days on my own time. And how did you like that? That was great did that work because well for you? I didn't have to, I was able to watch what I wanted when I wanted. So if I only had an hour and there was, I don't remember how much content, say there was 10 hours of content Lots there, of content. you know, I could just watch <laughs> that one hour and then another day I could watch, okay, today I'm going to watch Chuck Joyner's presentation. And then, the, you know, a couple of days later, I could watch Allison Sheridan's. You know, that's actually a good point. I'm glad you brought that up because if you've attended MaxDoc proper, whether through a digital pass or in person, 
you know that the way that we do talks at MaxDoc is a little bit different than you might be used to with a normal conference in that we break up every presenter's topic into two parts. So we have their morning presentations, which are 20-minute presentations, the opportunity to give everyone in attendance a little taste of what their talk is about, so that in the afternoon, when we break out for what we call deeper dive sessions, the speaker then gives a 45-minute follow-up talk on their 20-minute talk from the morning. So ultimately, every presenter has just a little over an hour to get through their entire topic, but we do it in such a way that everyone who attends MaxDoc gets a taste for everyone's talk, and then in the afternoon, they can choose where they want to go mm-hmm. and, and where they want to learn more. And then, bec- you know, if you attend in person, you get a dig- digital pass automatically, or if you purchase a digital pass, you have that opportunity to watch all those 45-minute deeper dives if you choose to. And that's something that a lot a lot of folks have found valuable who attend MaxDoc in person is they, gosh, they really want to see, I'll use your example, Chuck Joyner's talk, but oh, Allison's is tempting. Which one, which deeper dive do they go see? And no matter which one they pick, because they have the digital pass, they have that opportunity to watch them both in their entirety, 20-minute session plus that 45-minute deeper dive. Right. And like you mentioned, networking, they might end up missing both of them at one o'clock because they're networking with other people and they don't want to stop the conversation. They're in that hallway track. Yeah. So they're having that conversation. They're making friends. They're getting information from those people that they're speaking with. And then when they get home, they can go on the digital pass and they can watch both Allison and Chuck's presentation. Yep. Absolutely. So you're kind of getting the best of both worlds. Now, where virtual MaxDoc differs is that we're not doing the 20-minute, 45-minute thing. We're doing only – think of this as MaxDoc Classic because MaxDoc 2015, that was my rule for everybody is their talk had to be 20 minutes. That was it. That was all they had for their entire presentation. That's what virtual MaxDoc is. It's MaxDoc Classic in that every every person presenting has a 20-minute talk. And they can they can talk on anything they want to. They can opt to, to kind of give a little teaser talk about what their full presentation will be at MaxDoc 2022. Uh, most are not opting to go that route, probably rightly so. Uh, it, but they can pick any topic they want to. Uh, I'd like it to kind of fit in with the theme of what of MaxDoc 2022, which will be play. That was my next question, if there was a theme. Yeah, yeah. I started theming MaxDocs a few years ago, and people have really come to enjoy that. So MaxDoc 2020 was to be themed play, which is a very, very broad topic. And that's all I give to presenters. I say, here's your theme. One word, play. Uh, in the past, we had productivity and we had create. And we had some amazing presentations based on just that one word I handed to the presenters. This year's theme, or MaxDoc's current theme, I should say, because the website hasn't changed for two years, is play. What does that mean? And what does that mean to you? Is there an opportunity to discuss play in the workplace? Is there an opportunity to talk about a particular type of gaming? Is there an opportunity to talk about programming? Or you know, what is it that play means to you? 
And so uh, I, I pretty much give speakers full reign on that. Yeah. It's it's amazing and, their interpretations of one single word because in your your own brain you think one way and then someone else comes up with another idea and you think I never thought of it that way that that could be considered creativity or productivity right. or play. Right. The the productivity and creativity talks were you're right uh, and and I don't mean this in a in a bad way they were all over the board yeah you they were not what you expected when you hear that word. And that's what I love so much about the folks who agree to present at MaxDoc is their ability to to take that theme and just run with it. Uh, and sometimes it's a little more spot on than 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 you'd think. And sometimes it's just, wow, that really does fit in with productivity or it really does fit in with creativity or it really does fit in with play. And uh, I just I just love their ability to do that. And that's where that challenge comes in. It's it's in fact, I started telling presenters that that it's a challenge to them. Here's the theme. I'm not going to give you any guidance. Here's the theme. My challenge is for you to come up with an engaging talk that fits within that theme. And gosh darn it, if they don't do a good job yeah, of it every year, they do. every year. So while MaxDoc 2022's theme is play, uh, Presenters at Virtual Max Talk are welcome to stick to that or to just come up with something fresh. And in some case, in one particular case, I reached out to the presenter. We had an idea for what he was going to talk about. And I reached out to him and I said, you know, I had this crazy idea. What about this? And he said, let me think about it for a couple of days. And yesterday, I'm not going to spoil it. I'm not going to say who it is mm -hmm. or what what the presentation is. But he came up with the most creative spin on my little nugget of an idea when he showed me his uh, trial run. He called it a trial run edit of his video. It was three minutes of a of what will be a 20-minute video. He showed me his, his three-minute trial run. I went, oh, my gosh, I love that so much. And he asked, is that what you were thinking? And I said, more importantly, is it what you want to present on? And he said, absolutely, I just love this idea, and he's running with it. And I really think it's going to be, I have a feeling it's going to be one of the favorites at Virtual Max Talk right. this year. Right. Now you got just me curious. Because, <laughs> yeah, just because of the effort that, well, when, when you see it, you'll realize the effort he put into putting this together. And I think I think it's it's just going to be enjoyed by, by folks who are there, even if they don't necessarily want to follow up on it if they don't want to you know follow up on what he's presenting on i think they're going to really enjoy the way he's presenting it mm -hmm. now speaking of which do you want to talk about the presenters we can i can i can tell you about everyone who's scheduled to appear absolutely okay um so i reached out to a number of um core presenters for max doc folks who are there every year these are the folks who make MaxDoc so special for everyone who who attends every year. And uh, one of them, of course, is a name you already mentioned, and that's Allison Sheridan. Allison will be presenting at MaxDoc this year, virtual MaxDoc. And to be clear about that, at virtual MaxDoc this year, um, Mike Schmitz will be presenting. Uh, Mike is planning to attend in person. Uh, he lives up in Wisconsin. Uh, we have Brett Terpstra will be uh, presenting this year, Kelly Guman, Wally Cherwinski, who has kind of taken on the role of 
We we started something in MaxDoc 2019, and that is the MaxDoc Short Film Festival. And gosh darn, if we weren't ready to roll forward with the second annual MaxDoc Film Festival in 2020, well, we're still planning on the second MaxDoc Film Festival in 2022. Uh, but Wally has taken the lead. You know, he's one of those folks. He's taken the lead on that film festival and have, has just really turned it into something special. And it was an amazing way to wrap up MaxDoc 2019 with this presentation of short films that people in attendance made to show at MaxDoc. And we have something planned for Virtual MaxDoc where we're going to talk a little bit about the Short Film Festival, but also a really interesting project that he took on in this last year that is not too dissimilar to Virtual MaxDoc in that they took something that was live and an in-person event and made a successful virtual edition of it. And we're going to talk about how they did that mm -hmm. at Virtual MaxDoc. Um, and then our sixth presenter is Rick Cartwright. So uh, we have, let's see, Allison, Brett, Mike Schmitz, Kelly, uh, Wally, and Rick. Okay. Those are going to be our presenters this year. Uh, and then on top of that, we have a number of uh, folks who are also uh, presenters from previous Max Docs, um, but are more in the role, while they're not presenting at Virtual Max Doc, they're more in the role of special guests. And that includes um, uh, Chuck Joyner, it includes Guy Searle, and it includes uh, Dave Ginsburg. Uh, and Dave is going to kind of slot himself into the same role that he had last year as a Virtual Max Doc co-host. And he just did a fantastic job of that last year, running the board, watching the chat room, looking for questions from people, and uh, you know managing that flow of getting the speakers into the live stream as we needed them to. So, um, yeah, he's going to fill that role again this year, except uh, in a special twist. He's going to be there in person to do that instead of halfway across northern Illinois like he was last year. Good. Okay, so before we wrap up, do you want to talk a little bit about MaxDoc 2022? You've already mentioned that the theme is play and that we're hoping yeah. it to be in person. We are hoping for it to be in person. <laughs> um, it, you know, if it, look, quite honestly, I don't know how much further we can postpone it, but if we need to, uh, if conditions uh, warrant it, of course, we'll postpone it again. Um, but I believe that. The policies we put in place as of this week for virtual MaxDoc, um, I believe uh, COVID policies, I should say, the COVID-19 policies that we put into virtual MaxDoc this past week are certainly going to serve as a model for MaxDoc 2022. Um, we changed the policies on virtual MaxDoc three times. Uh, and had become a little bit more restrictive with each change up to the current policy, which is uh, proof of vaccination is required to attend. Uh, it was just something I felt I really needed to do to keep the community safe. If you're going to attend, I need to do everything I can to make sure that you are safe while in attendance at Virtual MaxDoc. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was really the the decision I had to come to uh, to make 
to make sure I could abide by that. Um, and depending on how things go, for the time being anyway, if we are to host MaxDoc 2022 in July next year, I believe that these policies will have to serve as a model for that. So I, I'm I'm feeling more confident that we can host MaxDoc 2022 in a safe way next year. But we also know how things have changed over the past couple of years and how how rapidly things change. So it's something I'm keeping a close eye on. I will not um, I definitely will not do something that I feel is in. Um, you know, not in the best interest of those who are in attendance. So um, we postponed it twice. If we have to, we'll do it again. But at the moment, I think we can I, I, I feel we can do it safely. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm aiming for Max Doc. To uh, 2022 to take place July 24th, 25th, and 26th. I believe those are the dates. I have to look it up. Which uh, <laughs> which will be new because you edit that third day. Yes, yes. Th- boy, you are a fantastic host, Elisa. Thank you. <laughs> um, thank you for for mentioning that. That was a promise I made to everyone who purchased a ticket to MaxDoc 2020 in exchange for allowing me to postpone it i'm careful not to say cancel because we never did cancel max doc we postponed it to 2021 and then we postponed it again to 2022 to thank everyone who purchased a ticket put their faith in max doc and then uh put their faith in me and understood that we had to postpone it to keep everyone safe i told everyone i was going to add a third day and gosh darn it if that's not what we're going to do so for the first time ever, not only will we have the largest contingent of speakers ever for MaxDoc, but we're going to have three full days of MaxDoc as well. Uh, and so, yes, you're absolutely right. It's it's um, going to be. I'm gonna. I just want to verify this. <laughs> it should be July 24th, 25th, and 26th of 2022. I have to I have to open Fantastical and Yeah, I'm looking at your website. It's saying No, twenty it's saying the fourth weekend of July twenty twenty two. So that'd be twenty okay, I had it wrong. It's the twenty second, twenty third, and twenty fourth. Okay. If I'm looking at this correctly. I think I was confusing it with this year. Okay. Well there's still time to worry about but we're, what we're talking about is July twenty twenty two for people who are thinking ahead. For people who are thinking ahead, yes, fourth weekend of July 2022. So, yeah, that'd be the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th then, right? Yeah. Okay. And then at that, you are going to be offering single-day passes or a full weekend pass or a digital pass. So similar to what you've done in years past. Yes, absolutely. So we're, you know, the, the, the pass options will be the same as they've been in past years. Uh, anyone who can't attend all three days certainly has the option to purchase a single day pass for any one of the three days, Friday, Saturday, or Sunday. Uh, as we get closer and the list of not only speakers and their presentations, but when their presentations are going to take place gets posted, that makes that a little easier for folks who can only attend one day. Um, otherwise, uh, yeah, if you can attend all three days, uh, it's going to be a blast. Yeah, I'm telling you, it's going to be a it's going to be a blast. Um, some of the things we have planned 
that are in the cards, I should say, some of the things that are in the cards are going to make it an easier experience for everyone to attend MaxDoc 2022 next year as well. Okay, so something for us to look forward to. Yes. So still, that will still be held at, um, it'll be held in Crystal Lake, still at the college that you normally have it at? Oh, okay. I asked too many questions. <laughs> we will have you back next year, Mike, to talk about it in more detail when the time comes. I can talk about it in more detail after a few things are confirmed. Okay. Let's get through need, virtual I, Mac stock first. Let's get through virtual <laughs> Mac. Yes, September 25th. If everything goes as planned, I should be able to make some of these announcements on September 25th. And then it will all be revealed for the world. <laughs> we can talk about it more at length. Okay. Is there anything else that you'd like to add before we wrap up? Um, everything that we've talked about will be in the show notes at uh, geekyshowever.com. I'll have links to everything MacStock. You know, I think we covered it. Thank, thank, thank you. Thank you very much for having me on. Thank you for allowing me to, to talk about virtual MacStock and MacStock itself. You know, MacStock has become something that's that's very personal, not only to me. It's always been personal to me, but not only to me, but to my entire family. My wife, my daughter, my dad, we all, you know, we're all there working at MaxDoc. And then we have all these amazing volunteers who come out every year, too, and help turn it into the event that it is. And it it's personal for all of us. And we just want everyone to have a, a, have a fantastic time. And I can't wait until we can gather again together. Uh, I'm going to say next July, yeah. July 2022. I can't, I can't wait till we can all gather together and and do this again because it really is a special event. It's a community event, and that's really what's at the heart of MaxDoc is that community. So uh, it'll be it'll be fantastic to see everyone in person again. Yeah, and it's a great way to actually, like you said, in person, eyeball to eyeball. There's so many people yes. that I've I've like you and I, we've never met in person. But we, no, we, we haven't. We, we have see, to do something about that. We see each other on Skype. You know, you, yeah. you hear people on your podcast or you see them on Twitter or Facebook or however you, you, you communicate with different people in the Mac community. And it's so nice to be able to just actually meet them in person. You know, when we were um, a number of years ago, I got to meet Guy Searle in person because we were driving through Virginia, my son and I, where, near he, li where he lived, and we were able to meet up for breakfast. So it was so nice to be able to see him. And I also got to meet him at Macworld. The guy is a, a fantastic person. I, I'm so glad I got to meet him in person. He's become a great friend of MaxDoc, great friend of me. Um, and to your point, MaxDoc 2015 was special to me, too, because I got to meet a very dear friend of mine, someone I'd known for 10 years but never met in person. And he was able to attend MaxDoc in person that year. And, and I got to meet him Yeah, and, and hang out with him for, for three days. And it, it's such a great memory for me. And I, I, I hear every year of these new memories and friendships that are formed. And it, it's just great to know that MaxDoc can be a very small part of that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mike, we appreciate you being on today. Thank you so much. Um, once again, all the links will be in our show notes at geekyshowever.com. If you want to get in touch with Melissa or with me, there's a few ways you can do that. 
You can email us at podcast at geekyashowever.com where you can send your questions and your comments. If you send us auto audio feedback, we'll consider dropping it into the next show. Tweet us at geekyashow. I can be reached at Elisa Paselli one and Melissa is at the Mac Mommy, or you can find her at her website, themacmommy.com, if you'd prefer reaching her that way. And finally, there is a contact tab on our website, and that feedback will be sent to both Melissa and me. And we want to thank you so much for listening. Again, thanks to Mike Potter for being on the show. We will see you in a few weeks. And in the meantime, please stay safe. Some people like their live casts to be informative, to the point, provocative, and timely. The Mac to the Future livecast is some of those things, but we won't say which ones. Join Dave Ginsberg, Guy Searle, and Warren Sklar for a weekly dose of Apple Fun every Wednesday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time over on Facebook or in the Mac to the Future Facebook group. 